<laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Everything Bagel Shenanigans with Gaza the Artist and Siren. Today we have a very special guest with us. We have with us the the elusive Vane and Sam. Oh, I like that elusive. <laughs> hello, hello. Yeah, we had to find this nigga. This <laughs> <laughs> we don't use that word. Just kidding. Um, so we were having a conversation um, over brunch yesterday about double standards. And so that's our topic. We're going to continue that conversation today. Feel free to uh, message us on Instagram with your personal double standards and any topics that you want us to discuss. But we're going to kick it off. Uh, Siren's going to kick it off with his double standard. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So this is a topic that I'm so excited that we're going to be talking about today and that we have Vane here to chime in as well. So the double standard that I wanted to bring to the table today is the double standard around gender roles. And I'm sure this is a topic that we've all had to face at some point or in, in some way. But the specific example that I think comes up for me when I talk about gender roles is like growing up in a house where it was like, as a man you do specific things or a boy and as a woman you do specific things or you have a specific role so i want to throw that out there and then i want to hear what y'all think and then i'll bring it back around and let y'all kind of know what i think so i feel like i feel like when it comes to gender roles it's such a weird thing to even um think about in this day and age in the age of equality and equity because you know, growing up in a semi-feminist society, why the fuck am I, I carrying a 20-pound bag of sugar when you got arms and legs? That's True. equality. But then I feel like where the double standard comes in is, oh, you're the man. You're supposed to carry this. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I don't mind. But also, where I get upset with is, like, why is it so many... Why do people get to pick and choose? Yeah, when pick to and choose, right? It's role. not, it's not, it's not a light switch. You don't get to turn the shit on and turn the shit off and be like, "Oh, you the man, so you have to take out the Thank trash." Thank you. No, you can lift the bag just like I can. All right. So, do y'all think when people think about double standards, do people have like the notion of the exceptions of you because of those double standards that they were pressed upon themselves or that they oh, figure? Of course, I, felt- I think. I think. Oh, God. oh no! Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. See, know. we get passionate well, we sit, and excited like, about <laughs> and we sip it on this wine, y'all, too. So <laughs> okay. it's wine time. But I think that um, what bothers me about it is because people will look at you as a man and say, because you don't do certain things, you're less masculine or you're less manly. Whereas if a woman does do things, sometimes they view her as more masculine, but then oftentimes they still just view her as a woman. And I don't know if that's right. necessarily a good thing or a bad thing, but I know on my end of the of the of the the stick or whatever, I don't like like you don't get to define what masculinity is for me, and you don't get to define who I am and how manly I am by me not wanting to do some shit. Snap, because my thing is like, when have you been a man? Right. Right. One, and that's another thing too. I think that I think that, and I'm gonna say it, and I'm probably gonna get crucified in the comments, but I think that it's too many people trying to define what and who somebody is instead of letting them tell you you can as as uh someone who's not a man you can't tell me what a man is it's just you just can't yeah if you never way that i can't tell world, you what a woman is exactly even if you even if like older men because i run into this a lot with older men you can't tell me how to be a man i have to define that for myself and it's a honestly it's a spectrum there's not 10 things that's going to make you a man you know 
Like they have, I think it's this notion of, oh, if you uh, fuck a lot of people, you're a man. Or if you know how to change parts in the car, you're a man. No, you're a fucking mechanic. Like, all right, let's <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's so, get into it. Like, I, I feel like I feel like that's where that's where it's like it's like come on, like you don't get to define who I am, and that's like a segue. I, I know I'm taking it away from the, the topic a little bit, but now you, you don't good. get to define that for anybody else. Just like I can't say. Oh, you're a woman because you put on makeup or because you wear a dress or whatever. It's men who wear dresses, and I don't think I don't know if they define themselves as women. But if they do, that's their choice, and it's up for them to be able to say who they are. Instead of me trying to be like, oh, I know, you know. Yeah, I think for me, like when I think about the topic, I feel like sometimes people like to double dip, like, and mm-hmm. especially where we live in a culture now, where like. People want to find people who are gonna do things for them. Like people don't really get into situations anymore to like just. I feel like be with someone. It's like, what can you do for me? What can you bring mm-hmm. to the table? And like for me, in the relationships that I saw growing up, like the you know, just from my perspective, the heterosexual ones, heteronormative. Oh, a heteronormative. Mm-hmm. It was like, I know, right? Look at you with the term. I saw a lot of like bossing around from one side to the other and i remember as a as a young man thinking like oh ain't nobody gonna be bossing me around telling me oh you gonna do this 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 and that and if you don't we got a problem because i also got things that i'm gonna want you to do then and if you don't do them we're gonna have a problem right but i feel like because a lot of people say oh it's a man's world already we have to do all of the bending. Let's, but let's it's like, break that down because really it's a white man's world. Cause thank I mean, you. Okay. Thank <laughs> let's, you. Because really I was like, last is. time I checked, I see all the brothers lined up in okay. the prison. It's a white man's <laughs> I think it's a notion that, you know, men of other races and specifically black men have like a lot of power and a lot of say. So that's, that's true in our community. Whereas we can, we can dictate for ourselves a lot of different things. But if we really talking about the world and society as a whole, it's never been supportive of black men and of black individuality in general. No. Unless it was it was uh, monetized, where mm-hmm. it's like you know we're the creatives and, and you know because we black we make everything fucking lit like right everything. And I'm probably gonna get crucified for saying this. But honey, if I had to choose with being locked in a penitentiary and being at home by myself with my kids, I probably want to be at home by myself okay. with my kids. I wouldn't want to be locked in somebody's prison where you telling me sure. when to eat, when to sleep, when to shit. Okay. When to- I just don't do good with people telling me what to do. That's yeah, why, that's why I couldn't do the army. And what, I'm not that, saying I'm not saying Jill Scott quote. What, what was it? If you could tell me what to do, do you, you could tell, tell me what, what to do. do. But, but if you, you can't, can't tell me what to do, <laughs> then you can't, can't motherfucking tell me what to do. <laughs> right. So when it comes to double standards, do you feel like the only way to get rid of that is to stop having expectations of people? I think. Or okay. oh, that's a good question. Or. Is the expectation that we have for people is the cause for the double standard? I think I think the expectation mm-hmm. we have for people is the cause of the double standard. I think that if we just view things as, I think that we have to view life and in in relationship and with everything, how we see water. Water flows. Sometimes it flows upstream. Sometimes it flows downstream. One thing that was really impactful to me hearing as a kid is, people are going to change. 
who someone is one day, they may not be the next day. And that's a, uh, uh, um, <laughs> Brother McCoy quote. If you know, if you know, you know. If you, look, if you, if you do hope, you know. But okay. people, people change. And that's, that's okay. It's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing. But I think that when you hold an image of who somebody is or what they're supposed to be instead of allowing them to express who they are and you know using your own discernment to like see where the relationship is in connection with what they're saying and displaying to you that's where you kind of fuck up no i agree because on a side note and this is like a side side note um i think that we live in a cultural a culture let me get my words together that is selfish so, and I think that because of that, that trickles down into even our relationship sector, you know, no matter what type of relationship you're in. Um, and I think a lot of times people don't understand that, like, when you do get into a relationship, it's not that you have to sacrifice everything that you want, but you now have to hold that in balance with what your partner wants because you are together now. But it's like, I feel like sometimes people may use that to their advantage to be like, no, this is what I want. We're doing what I want. And it's like, there's no longer an I. It's, when a, you have, it's a we. I feel like I feel like when any relationship, friendship, whatever, when you have that power struggle, it's no longer serving either party. Mm-hmm. Because you shouldn't want to have control or rule over someone. You should want to be able to flow with them and grow with them. No, I agree. I agree. I just remember, like mm-hmm. I said, from situations growing up, I used yeah. to always be like no matter what type of relationship I'm in, I'm never going to be in a situation where somebody's going to, where I'm going to work mm-hmm. 40 hours a week, mm-hmm. making a check and coming home. And you telling me what I'm about to do okay. with my check. Okay. Now we could talk about it together. If we, right. If we discuss that and that's the term that we both mutually agreed to because you have better money management skills than I yeah. do. Okay. But like, don't think that that's just to establish, uh, thing yeah unless we had that conversation but it sucks because i feel like in traditional relationships if a man said that he would be controlling right but now in this new feminist era if that's happening it's oh i'm empowered mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. am i lying mm-hmm. y'all I, I i like people to call me out if i'm I mean, if I'm making the work. bread and money, I got to make all the, you know, I'm saying what goes. I'm not coming home when I don't work nine, eight hours, ten hours. Then I come home, you're like, okay, what are we eating for dinner? You been home doing nothing and you saying food ain't already on the table? So I think what the general consensus <laughs> here is that, you know, if we're rocking with the equality standard, let it be equal. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not, please don't take what any of us are saying what, to believe it, that we're saying. Is it equality or is it equity? It's equality. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, so equality is like equity is a, a, when it's entirely equal, different thing, equal. right? <laughs> equity is when you give people extra supports to bring them to the same starting line. Yeah. And see, yeah. and see, that's what I think people actually want, but they get caught up in the equality and it's like, oh, if I can do it, you can do it too. When necessary, that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. If you're not six feet, you're not reaching the top of certain cabinets, refrigerators, and things like that. You gonna have to climb your ass up on the counter. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> just, just for a metaphor of it, but like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I think people really want the give and take, but they get caught in the quality, and that turns into a power struggle because it's now it's like I feel like I'm doing more than you're doing. Yeah. 
Well, but about... just wait, but just really quickly, just to go back real quick, because I want to make it clear, because <laughs> I want to make sure that nobody don't feel no type of way. Okay. In no way was any of us saying that people have certain roles that they need to fulfill because we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, it was a guy talking about I'm bringing the money home so there should be a meal on the table. We're not saying that anyone should follow certain gender roles. We're actually saying the opposite. Everybody should be able to pitch in and do the same, same. thing. Mm-hmm. But I do hear what you said and I think that is a valid point. Like, if this is a partnership and, you know, I was at work all day long and mm-hmm. you didn't have to work, mm-hmm. like, what we need to find what works for us. Right. Find the balance, find the middle line. Yeah. Yeah. Because then, then again, I think that's another thing to bring up too. Staying at home and being at home is not the easiest task either. No. Cooking, cleaning, kids. taking care of the house, kids, things like that. That's a task in itself. And then not to have a reprieve from that because once you get home from work, you're tired, you're exhausted, you're not going to want to interact with anyone. So yeah. I still, I don't get a day off. I don't get a break. I don't, you know what I'm saying? So I don't that's, think either side is easy. Yeah, neither side, either, neither, exactly. Neither side is easier than the other. So it's really, you just have to find that balance. But I think that society makes it seem like one is easier than the other. Right. And, and they love that they're out there. Oh, you a man, so you should be able to take it. No, yeah, I get stressed out. On. I get it's upset. See, listen. I get... Okay. But then we'll turn around and say, you need to be softer with the kids. And you need to... First, so which, first of so all, which is listen, it? First of all. <laughs> <laughs> which is it? This brings it back to that. Listen, you can't tell me what my life is like. You don't know what I dealt with on this job. You don't know what type of baggage and things that I've had to deal with in my day. That is making me interact this way. And if I have nothing left to give when I get home from my day... Let me recharge because yeah. now it's gonna come off harsh. It's gonna come off negative. It's gonna come off in a way that you're gonna be like, oh damn, this this dude's like crazy as shit. Like what's going on with him? But you don't understand that I got looked over for a position because my white counterpart father plays golf with the person who's the hiring manager, okay. mm-hmm. or how I do triple the work, but but you know they pass even, me over yeah. for the pay increase. Or even my supervisor been talking to me reckless as shit, like I'm not from the west side, south side, <laughs> won't smack the shit out of. And me. I can't okay. smack them because then I won't have no job, and soon as I don't be bringing no money home, you gonna be looking at me like, Fuck what you doing? Family. Figure it out. Listen, exactly. I, I like to challenge the gender roles. I listen. I I can go out and make money if if that's what is needed for substantial whatever. If mm-hmm. that's what's needed, I'm I'm a flow partner. But also, I would not mind going and staying at home. Shit, I could do that. Well, go pick. I don't think I don't think either either of them are easier than the other one. But like you know, I've never been on that side of the spectrum where I'm a a stay at home dude <laughs> taking care of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let me get my Bob to build the run and, and fix it, Felix, okay. and shit. Yeah. Huh? But I imagine that it's not easy because I think about just do, having to do those things for myself, having to do laundry for myself, mm-hmm. having to clean up for myself, exactly. having to cook for myself. I mean, Absolutely. if I'm doing it for probably three other miles who don't really care about what they're saying, how they hurt my right. feelings, oh, this is nasty. Now, if I just sat over uh, the stove for three hours, you're going to eat it. Okay. I don't give a... Listen, because... <laughs> and homework. It could have been a salad. And... <laughs> yeah. But like Siren said, I think it goes down to 
people are like, what? How can it benefit me? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, gender roles. Back in the day, a man wasn't supposed to cook and clean. Women supposed to do that. But as soon as they find a man who could cook and clean, girl, I got me a man. He a chef, girl. I be eating good. But let her find a man who's straight, who do makeup. Oh, he ain't man enough for me. I can't stand no soft-ass man. He be doing nails, da-da-da. But now it's a problem. So yeah. why is it okay now that men could do cooking and cleaning because it's benefit for the woman? But let oh, him do something. You know what I mean? So why why are some, some tasks that are traditionally feminine accepted versus, versus other ones? Shit, honestly, like, if, if he is loving on you and, and willing to take care of you, and, well, not even willing to take care of you, willing to contribute his part according to whatever agreement y'all have, does it really matter what what's going on? But that's the thing. Like, you got to like know your partner for yourself. And I think in our society that we live in, we allow people to influence. Well, I don't. Listen, because what but bothers me about people it... People allow people to influence, like, who they're with. This person absolutely. is with you. This person is rocking with you. They help and contribute to yeah. the food that's going on your table. So I if mean, you happy with it, why do you give a damn what anybody else thinks? Because honestly, it's people... I've, I've seen, and this is my own from my own eyes. Mm-hmm. I've seen people, you know, who will lie to their partner and say, Oh, I'm going to clock now at 9 to 5, selling drugs, prostituting, you know, doing all types of other shit. You know what I'm saying? What I mean, just just play devil's advocate. Why would that be more accept? Because you know, and then once they find out, oh, it's okay, it's fine. He going to get that money. He going to make take it. So why would it be more acceptable for him to do that than to do somebody's nails or to do somebody's hair? It's it's that it's that toxic mindset of this exactly. is what masculinity is. But exactly. but when a woman goes to be Who a bomber or goes to be a a architect right. or goes to be a, a welder, oh, it's nothing wrong with it. It's inclusive. To, it's it's being inclusive it's and diverse. it's and it's diverse. <laughs> right. And it's showing that we can do it too. Okay, well, why can't we do it too? Exactly. I, I, I think, and I think that as a society, we have to really break down, break that, that's that, um, down. It's really, if it's a job, it's a job. It doesn't matter who does it. The, the, the fine points to take from it is that this person is going out and trying to contribute to this family dynamic or to this, whatever dynamic it is. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be a stipulation on the specifics of what it is that they're doing. Yeah. Because even if that motherfucker's standing on the corner panhandling, it's okay. contributions. Yeah. And I don't know. And you may not like it, but I would look at it as this person is willing to do whatever they need to do in order to... To make sure that... Make sure we yeah, good. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the important thing that we should focus on as a society. Like, let people live. Just let them live and, and do what... Because what if somebody that's somebody's passion and they're the best motherfucker doing that shit? Like... Let them rock. And I feel like that's the issue with a lot of things. If people would just focus on their own lives and stop always commenting on what everyone else is doing, we'd be good. Listen, I heard something we'd be said. Um, that the hood Hiller be saying. She said, get out that uh, energy of comparison. Mm-hmm. Because once you start comparing shit, because a lot of times what people do is they compare things to what they see on like TV or movies or or me in any type of media like why is this why is my situation not like this why don't you just be grateful for the situation you got because your ass could not have a situation altogether because okay. you could have a better situation than what those people that you're right. watching on tv have behind the scenes this okay. is a tv show it is produced Scripted. to make you think a certain entertainment. way entertainment 
It's like with the damn plays and shit. Like, you know that play is fake. Like, you ever sit there and watch a movie and just look at them while they acting and be like, damn, ain't none of this shit real. They are really up there acting their asses. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's really what it is. Like, you you have to be able to differentiate and say, my reality is not scripted. My reality is authentic to me and be grateful for it. Right. No, I agree. And just lastly, just just to round this out, I think, now that we've talked about it for a while, I think that I ultimately want my kids to, um, I want my kids to be able, when I do have them, to be able to do everything. Like, I want my son as well as my daughter to be able to cook, clean, yes. wash their own clothes, yes. take out their trash, da 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 Because at the end of the day, I want my kids to know that they don't ever have to depend on anybody to do anything for yes, them. Now... I'm not having them shun anybody mm-hmm. from like being a partner who can help you, mm-hmm. but I never want them to feel like they have to stay in something just to just because they feel like oh I can't do that on my own or I don't have right, enough right, in me right, I'm right. not good enough or I'm not enough. So they're right. self sufficient and you know confident in their own abilities. But I have a question, and we gonna we could probably talk about this later. The question is, do you think that? sometimes knowing how to be super self-sufficient can kind of hinder people's ability to form relationships and have understanding of their partner oh that's a great question but let's 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 not get on that because we're talking about oh that's such a good question i had a good answer too but you know what we're gonna gonna write that down we're gonna write that down and y'all gonna tune in next time so y'all can get the answer Okay, so I got a question, and it's okay, on go topic. On. So, <laughs> knowing <laughs> the shade, y'all heard it? <laughs> no, so knowing what your double standards are or what applies to you as a double standard, which we are black men, we know certain things that we can't do, but white people may be able to do. So do that play in our favor, knowing what our standards are, but the difference, or do it, is it a hindrance? Give me an example. Uh, so, you know, it's always rednecks. They get to walk around with handguns being shown, shotguns. Nobody bothers them. But let a black man do it. We got 15 cops on us with guns pointed. Okay. Mind you, it could be license. License and all of that. Completely near right. But they got mm. their guns pointed at us. But let it be a right redneck. Nothing. Nobody bats an eye. Anything. They completely save it. It's a white Caucasian man. Ooh, systemic. Uh, he fought for the army. We good. We safe, y'all. No, I agree. But they the ones that doing mass shootings. I think you have a very Same. valid, 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 valid point. And I think that a lot of it goes back to just the origin of our country, too. Uh, I mean, if you look at a lot of... I mean, it's done today in popular media. But if you look at, like, some of the stuff when people mm-hmm. really weren't speaking up about it, just some of the propaganda that was in like the marketing that was in a lot of the stuff it was fear of darkness fear of black people fear the fucking whatever <laughs> you know and Listen. it's and it's literally like we're fighting that battle every day because it's like what you're saying is very true one race of people can hold a gun and it'd be like oh yeah i'm licensed or i got or i'm just um what is it called your freedom of um to bear arms arms. but then me as a black person i have a gun you automatically think it's illegal and 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 i'm from the hood or i'm gonna shoot shoot somebody or rob you so do it plays into our survival knowing these stand knowing what these standards are and following those like or a dl guy i feel he knows what female or 
what it means to be masculine. So he plays into those standards knowing he don't swing that way, but knowing mm-hmm. those standards or what a man quote unquote is, mm-hmm. doing them. So it helps him have that facade or that beard. It helps him survive. So is, is it also a coping mechanism for you to have a comfortable lifestyle? I feel like ooh, oh, it's, you, I feel like you, you, you I feel like it's a lot of questions in there that's so good, and I don't know which area <laughs> to hit. I, I want to hit the first point that you have mentioned. I feel like regardless of, I think that it's it's our generation, and maybe this is just me because you know I'm low key a freedom fighter in my head, but I, you know, in, in real life because you know we do. Amen. Okay, but I feel like it's our job to kind of break that that mindset. I think that it's been perpetuated for generations and I mean in every damn presidency and media, all of that. And so it's, it's kind of ingrained, but it's, us, it's for us to accept individuality and to really express that and express just self. So you want to push the envelope. Hell yeah, I push it every day. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think our generation is like push that. It. Push the envelope and being more inclusive. Because what's going to um, happen? What's the, what, what, what they going to shoot your ass? But I <laughs> also think in a lot of areas, we do. Like, I think in a lot of areas, people do kind of play into those, like, stereotypes. Or they use that knowledge of, like, okay... I'm not a white person carrying a gun. I'm a black person carrying a gun. So maybe I'm not going to show off my gun or show that I have it unless I'm really in trouble and I have to use it. Because, I mean, the fact of the matter is, and it's worse depending on what area of the country you are in, Mm, but you can, and we've seen it multiple times, you can be killed. You can be gunned down. Look at the, um, the young kid. I can't, I think it was... Was it Tamir Rice, the one, the young kid in the park who had the the play gun yeah. and he was shot down and he was like twelve. Yeah, I think that I think that um, and I get what you guys are saying. Um, my perspective on it is, I just think that it's important for us to like. I get that it may not be the safest option, but is the reality that we live in and the standard that we live in, is that really something that we want to be continued on for the next generation to have to deal with? Is that really something that we want to surpass us and surpass our legacies that we have to conform and, and in order to live a healthy and safety, safe life? I feel like that's something that we have done for generations. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yes, at a time it may have been safer. And, and I think that our our ancestors and people who came before us and our families have kind of brought into that idea to just to survive but Mm -hmm. i don't think that their sacrifices were in vain because now we don't have to we have a a choice not to live in that survival mode and live in that that idea of i have to do this just to be comfortable and just to get by so i'm I'm going to push the envelope i'm going to be that person Mm -hmm. who's like no i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna stand up for myself and other people who are like me, who are black, who, you know, and stand in the gap for them because I don't think that those ideas, not in the society that I want to live in, that I want my family to live in, well, it's not, I'm not going to tolerate it and I don't have to. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I'm not saying that you're wrong for Mm -hmm. wanting to do that. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't support you or be there right alongside you. I just think for me and what I know about the different groups of people that I've seen, like realistically, you don't just go guns a blazing in every single area. Oh no, of the no, world. no! Like you, you, like, you, you pick and choose. Moments. You pick you, and choose your moments exactly. where so you can say me, no, I'm not taking that. And then in yeah. some moments, you're like, you know what? That's not the fight that I want to fight today. And and, that, and that's a great point because that is that is very true. And that's something that I do. Like okay, let's put it into perspective of work. So at my job, 
I had a director who's no longer there. But Hallelujah. <laughs> won't he do it? Won't he do it? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Shondo. But uh no, I, I had a director who would target me because of I'm young, I'm black. Can I brag on myself just a little bit? Come on, come on. I'm impressive. I look amazing. I wish yeah. I had like and, a church organ. Above, right. Above all, I'm great at what I do. The relationships and connections I've been, the, just the, the, um, how much I've been able to rise through the ranks and the time that I have been able to do without the qualifications. We need to write that you down. That needs to be a topic Listen, too because I faced that I, myself. I have, I have, I have done things that are people's wildest dreams and they can never accomplish. And I'm not saying that to put anyone down, but you know, you know, they say what they say uh, in them Kojic churches, favor ain't fair. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I've been able to do that. And I also possess, I know I possess a light and an energy that people gravitate towards and that is magnetizing. Mm -hmm. So certain people, when they, and this is his case that I've deduced, <laughs> when they can't be like, they, they take affront to that when they don't understand it. And so oh, they can't the control it. There you go. Mm -hmm. And that's the other one. So the, the situation came up. Um, we were in a staff meeting. Mind you, we both had just been there for maybe a week because he started when I started. Mm -hmm. Okay, put that into perspective. <laughs> now, I had an event that I was with the kids. We were out doing um, outreach and we we're doing meal distribution. This is when the pandemic just hit. Mm -hmm. Passing out meals to um, people who didn't, who couldn't get food and didn't have access. Yeah. So I'm not going to wear business attire or business casual attire when I'm out in the sun. I don't I don't prefer to be sweaty or smelly or you know because when you're wearing khakis and you wear certain boxers and you have a certain you know situations going on downstairs. You know what I'm saying? You know you're what I'm talking about. Favor. <laughs> that, when you bless the highly favored. When you bless the highly favored. Right. Okay. Well, look, listen, when you bless the highly favored, it's just certain. You get that little rise up of the boxes on the one side and then like the sweat happens. It's just not a situation that anyone wants to deal with. Right. So I, for one, I'm going to wear shorts. I'm going to wear a work shirt. And that's comfortable. Keep flow going. Thank you. So <laughs> get a little ventilation in there, okay. right? So. When we got back to the office and to have this meeting, I came from um, doing that to the office. And so I was targeted as, oh, you have poor work attire Ooh. in front of our entire department. So me, I took that moment to say, no, I don't. Okay. I don't have poor work attire because if you look at the protocols and the standards and the, uh, what do you call it? The... I know what you mean, like well, the code of conduct. Yeah, the code of conduct and the rubric of how we're supposed to dress. When you're in the field, you wear active wear. Mm -hmm. So you are out of line for telling me that. And not only that, I think also when you're dealing with people in the community, I feel like sometimes the way that you dress can communicate something absolutely. as well. Exactly. So if I'm in and, a suit and, that, and tie and all of that, absolutely. that's communicating to them now, that you're over there and I'm over here. Yeah. When the goal is for us to be working together. Exactly. exactly. So and that's another thing too, especially when working with kids, it can be a, it's it can be intimidating or it can make you seem like you're out of touch to what they're yeah. going through and this is it's a barrier to communication and i'm not saying you should look ratchet i'm yeah, just no, saying or that not. you were looking ratchet no, i'm just saying not. like there should but be a balance he, he chose that moment to make uh an example and it was his mistake okay. so that's why i say when, <laughs> when i say pick your battles like there i knew okay it's a direct affront to who i am because you looked at me and you saw me and you, t you made a judgment 
quickly and you ju- you judge wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in the coming weeks and months and you know because you he will last- be hearing from my lawyer. Listen, <laughs> he, he only lasted eight months. Okay, so in those coming weeks and months, he he found that out. Can I ask you a question? Yes, come on. Ask Gaza, um, are you still currently employed in that space? <laughs> come on, I am. Oh, gainfully employed. Oh, come yes. on. Yes. What is so that's that's all employed. we need to know. That's all we need <laughs> to know. And there you go. So definitely pick and choose the battles that you fight, and if some like don't let nobody um you know push you over or anything like that. That's what I mean. Like. I'm not gonna stand in the society because I don't think that these these coming with these coming generations, especially with the one that's coming up behind us. Okay. That oh, they don't get dress it. dress standards. It's it's more about are you are you equipped and able to do the job? I don't really care what you look like. You can have tattoos on your eyeballs, but if you're the best one for the job and we can work together and we can work as a team, I don't really care what you're wearing. You know, if we have everyone has like those, those that understanding that okay, if we're having a meeting with partners. Or we're meeting with people else from outside the organization. Put your best foot forward. Yeah. However that may look. Look, even if you throw in a kimono, whatever. Put your best foot forward. <laughs> Not a kimono. I'm just, I'm just saying, whatever it is that you know is your best foot forward. You put your best foot forward, and what's appropriate for whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. Now, what his issue, where I mean, when I talk about appropriateness, what I mean is, I was dressed appropriately for what I was doing. Mm-hmm. He didn't understand that. Yeah. What he saw was this young black kid is the youngest out of everybody on this team. And he has this position that I don't feel he's qualified for. He's got orange hair. And at the time I had the size was blind. I was killing the game. I was, I was killing the game. I was killing the game. <laughs> he's a little jealous. Yeah, you know, he's bald. Oh. <laughs> poorly dressed. Not bald and poorly dressed. I mean, I could, I could go on, but, you know, I just, I'm not going to demean him the way he looked because, you know, I think that's a little beneath me, mm-hmm. but he chose to. He he chose wrong. That's that was the. I'm gonna just wrap it up with that one. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. I think there's a lot of double standards in work that we can go back and forth, you know, and talk about. But yes, that's crazy. So, so for our last topic, what are we gonna cover? Actually, we will be back next week. Oh. Okay. We have a part two to this, and we're going to talk about some more double standards. This has been part one of Where the Fuck is the Lie, Double Standard Edition. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we located a lot of them today. We okay. did. On everything bagel shenanigans with Gaza, Siren, and Vane. And we out. Deuces. <laughs>